Hi friends, I'm Courtney. I'm a performer, speaker, and a writer. I'm a mama to three crazy boys and a super sweet dog. I decided 12 years ago that I needed to create a business that worked for me instead of me working for it. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who may be considered a serial entrepreneur by some, but then I realized that all of my businesses focused on connection, community, and creating an incredible experience. I cannot wait to share with you how to make small but mighty changes in your life to affect your overall well-being and create a life and business you want to get up in the morning for. That's right, my friends. I am the Renaissance Mama. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Courtney, the Renaissance Mama. First of all, I have to thank you so much for being part of the Renaissance Mama crew and showing up and listening to this podcast. And if you haven't already, could you share it? <laughs> so I want to thank you to be part of me. But if you know anybody that would also love to hear this podcast, I would love for you to give a quick share. And I mentioned it last week, but I've also started giving you a lot of options. So if listening to the podcast is not your jam, I have a video format plus a blog format. So you can find me on therenaissancemama.com and you can listen, watch, or read all about the Renaissance Mama. All right, so let's hop into today's podcast. I'm really excited. This subject is something that is near and dear to my heart, and I cannot wait to share it with you. So today we're chatting all about kind of what it takes to be an entrepreneur. And it's not step-by-step -step how to do it, but it's things that I want people to think about before becoming an entrepreneur, or maybe they've just started or they're considering it. But these are some of the things that you might just don't even know about. So I don't necessarily believe that you're born to be an entrepreneur, but I do believe there's a lot of personalities that do better if they've got kind of certain traits or certain values or certain things going for them. I know for me, even as a very young child, I never wanted to have a nine to five job. I just couldn't see it. I couldn't see myself doing the same thing every day. I couldn't see myself like sitting behind a desk. I couldn't see myself in that kind of life. So from a young age, I guess I kind of always knew I wanted to do something creative, something unique, something that was me doing me. Trust me, when I was a kid, I did all the things. I had lemonade stands. I had bake sales. Oh, I love to run a good garage sale. In fact, one time when I was about nine years old, I had a carnival in my driveway. All right, so let's put this in perspective. It's in Brampton. It's a single garage, single driveway home. And I decided that I was going to host my own carnival for the neighborhood kids. What kind of carnival could I possibly host in Brampton with a single car home and garage? Well, let me tell you, all I kind of remember is there were a few carnival games I've created, something probably with throwing and hitting a toy, knocking it down. I'm pretty sure I had a wagon ride where I would pull people around and there was something else. But this was my vision because I, I couldn't do anything, you know, just normal like a lemonade stand. I 
had to up what I thought I was doing for my business, my carnival. Uh, I had one person come to the carnival who was not part of my family. It was this little girl who lived down the street and I vaguely remember her bringing change. It was not very much. I want to say it was like five cents, 10 cents. Like our carnival was good price and I had tickets. So then I would give her the tickets and then she could choose if she wanted to play the carnival games, go in the carnival ride and how she would enjoy her carnival experience. And then as I got older, what I found I did quite often is I would start working for somebody or a small business and I would like the idea of their business or I would like how they were doing it, but I always thought in my head, I could do that. So I would kind of take what they were doing and I would expand it or change it or tweak it. And I would start my business or businesses mimicking off of somebody else. So I guess in a way, I always have had that sort of entrepreneur spirit in me. I always, you know, wanted that need to create and to do something. I don't think I ever even really wanted that consistency of a paycheck, which which is crazy. Most people want to know that, you know, you, you've got money at the end of the day and you're safe and you're sound. But I think I always knew I could make it work some other ways that if I was doing my business or I was creating something for me, that the other pieces would all fall into place. And that at the end of the day, I could always find some way to make money and find some way to get by. The other thing I always noticed while I was growing up and working for these people and in these businesses is that I would put my whole heart into it. I would, you know, I would be all the things that business would be. I'd be their communication. I'd be their brand. I would, you know, do all these different things for them. And at the end of the day, I thought, well, why am I building a business up for that person when I could be building something for me that I could pass along to somebody or I could really, you know, put my whole heart into. And if you work for a company that you totally love and believe in and put your whole heart into, I think that's incredible. I think that's absolutely amazing. So the first thing you need to consider if you want to be an entrepreneur is that you need to be focused and you need to know what needs to get to be done. And then of course, get it done. Whether you're starting up or you're working from home or you're working from a coffee shop or you're, you know, doing all these things being an entrepreneur, like that's the amazing thing about being an entrepreneur is you have the freedom, you have the flexibility, but you also have to be the person to get those things done. I've been working from home for over 12 years. It's something that I am used to. I've done it now throughout my kids being little. My kids are now at school, but it definitely takes a certain personality and certain person to really keep focused on what you need to get done. I think so many people learned this lesson during COVID when we were all working from home and you realize that working from home, although people think, oh my God, it's going to be so amazing. It's going to be so easy. It can also be incredibly distracting or overwhelming. You don't get a break. You're always in the same space. It's very easy to try and sit down and do your work, but it's hard sometimes to focus if there's all this other life happening while it happens at your home. So that is the first thing you really need to be able to focus on what you need to get done. 
and there's no one checking in on you. So if you know you are a person that gets very easily distracted or, you know, things keep you grab your attention, then you need to set strict boundaries and rules of how you are going to work from home, how you're going to get these things done, create those schedules, create those systems, create those reminders to really get your work done and get focused on and what you need to get doing. If creating and balancing a budget lights you up, then all the power to you. But there are sometimes things in my entrepreneur day that I don't love to do, but I know they need to get done and I create a time for them and I make sure they get done in a timely fashion. There's many times in my day that I might not have an exact plan, but I do know there are certain things that have to get done. My second thing when we're chatting about what you need to think about before becoming an entrepreneur is be ready to wear lots of hat and learn the skills on how to do them. So when you are first starting out, you are going to be all the pieces to that business. You are going to be the creator, the sales manager, the website designer, the social media marker, marketer, the, uh, communications expert, the HR department, you are all the pieces in one and you have to be ready to take on all those different roles. You have to also be ready to learn some of the skills for those new roles. Maybe you aren't great at accounting, but you need to be able to learn what you need to do to keep it organized. So when you do pass it on to the accountant, it's ready for them. It's ready to go. The other thing you want to do is when you are ready to take on all these new roles and skills, you have to take the time to learn how to do it and to constantly be able to keep learning. There are so many things that are changing all the time, especially when we're talking like websites or social media, social media. Oh my goodness. We could go on for days and days of how much it changes. So if you think something's happening one way, be prepared to relearn how to do that, relearn it again and continue on. To me, wearing the many different hats is like my favorite part of being an entrepreneur. I know that my day is not going to look the same and I love that. That's the part that really lights me up. Of course, there's some of those jobs that I do not love and they are not what I'm really great at. But when I first got started, those are the things that you kind of have to do. Then you hit a point, and this is also really important and kind of hard for entrepreneurs, is when you can start looking at those list of things or those different hats that you're wearing and what ones can you pass along to somebody else? There's probably an expert that can do it much better in much less time. It's going to cost you a little bit of money, but you need to find out what are some of those rules, what are some of those things that you can take off your plate and then pass it out to someone else. Sourcing out, that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day, but know that that's going to be a part of your entrepreneurial journey. So the third thing when you want to become an entrepreneur is you want to be clear why you're doing what you're doing and where you want it to go. There are going to be highs and lows in your business. You need to know why you're doing it. You need to know when things get a little rocky and you, you know, you don't know if you're going to make the money for the end of the month, why you started this business in the first place. Is it for yourself to create that time freedom, that financial freedom? Are you building something you eventually want to pass along to your children? Know that if you have that strong why of why you're doing it, if you are doing it to stand up for something you really believe in, then that is going to help you when things get a little bit rough. 
You also want to be very clear of where you want this business to go. When I was in just out of high school, I was performing and doing kids' birthday parties. And I absolutely loved it. I dressed up as a princess. I would sing. I would dance. I would play. It was amazing. And like I said, I always worked for these people. And I thought, I could do that. So I started this business for birthday party entertainment. And it started growing. And I didn't have a vision in my head of what I wanted that next thing to be. So all of a sudden, I had people asking me for different kinds of parties, different kinds of performers, different characters. So I started offering more. Well, then I had to start hiring people. And that brought on a whole new bunch of skills and issues. And then all of a sudden, I realized I was doing all of the organizing and hardly any of the performing and no longer really what I wanted to do. Not only that, I had to deal with performers not showing up and all these things happening that I finally said, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not the vision I actually thought it was going to be. And I had to take a step back and really look at it again. So be very clear. Do you want this business to be a small business? Do you want it to be a medium-sized business? Do you envision this business growing huge and hiring tons of people and, you know, being this great, amazing thing? Awesome. Go ahead, build those things, create them, make the vision, and be ready that the vision could change too. That's all right, right? Our seasons in life change sometimes. And sometimes what we thought we originally wanted looks a little bit different. Maybe it's adapted. Maybe it's changed. Maybe your goals have changed and that's fine too. But it's always important to have a clear vision of where you want that business to be and how you want to create it and grow it. The next thing you really, really, really need. The third one is if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to be ready to set boundaries. When you start a new business, it is so easy for that new business to take over everything you're doing in your life. And it's your, you know, 24 seven. That's all you talk about. That's all you think about. That's all you can do. People have that saying of like, oh, you started a new business. It's your new baby. Like that drives me nuts. But I get the comparison because that's what happens. Sometimes you are so, you know, worried about this new thing and it's so precious and you're trying to help it grow and you're trying to develop it that this business takes over any life you wanted to have. So to be an entrepreneur, you need to be ready to set those boundaries. So there's going to be times when you are going to be busier. You are going to have to put in the time and the effort and the late nights and the early mornings. And you might be thinking about this business all the time, but there's also times where you need to say, Hey, wait a minute. I got into this business for time freedom. And now I'm working even more than I was before. So where are the boundaries? Maybe you do not check out your phone after a certain time at night. I know a lot of business owners that no longer have phones in bedrooms, computers in bedrooms. They have a time off that they're like, okay, I'm done. They also have set routines that like, this is the stop of my day. Now I'm family time, right? So really setting those boundaries, especially when you're working from home is very key to have a very successful entrepreneurial life. The next thing you want to think about when you want to be an entrepreneur is be ready to take care of yourself and your mental health. I talked about if you didn't have those strong boundaries, that it's very easy that your business is going to like take over you, take over your life. That's all you're thinking about morning, night, all the time, your business, which is amazing, but you also have to put yourself in there and what 
helps you. So be prepared to schedule some of those times. And it sounds a little bit strange, but you want to make sure that you have a plan in place to help you with your mental health. Because being a business owner can be crazy stressful, especially when you're trying to make money, especially when you're leaping from a nine to five or, you know, a comfy set job with, you know, benefits and money and all those things. If you're getting rid of that and taking this risk and this opportunity and this incredible chance, yes, it can be insanely stressful. Then you start hiring people and they're responsible. You're responsible for them. Like, oh my goodness. So plan a way to keep your mental health in check. And that is different for everybody. For me, I, I need to move my body. I need to run. I need to work out. That happens in my day, almost every day, every day, or else I'm, or else I'm crazy. I turn into a grouchy bear and it's, it's messy. So that to me keeps me sane, keeps me focused, keeps me energized and me. That's what helps me with my mental health. But maybe there's something that helps you listening to music, watching some shows, talking to somebody, taking a walk, taking a break. Schedule those pieces in your day. You need it and you deserve it. The next thing you need to think about if you want to be an entrepreneur, the reality is being an entrepreneur can be a little bit lonely. So I mentioned before, I've never really had the nine to five. I don't even really know what an office culture is like. I've worked in restaurants. I've worked in all these kind of uh, random sort of jobs, but I've never really had that sort of like office culture connection. If that's something you're used to, you are going to be surprised by the world of being an entrepreneur. It can be lonely for a while. It can be just you. Even when you have ideas, you want to bounce off of somebody, you need to kind of look for that network of people. Look for those people you can connect with and chat with and talk to because very quickly you can kind of get stuck in your own brain, stuck at home by yourself. You know, you want to make sure that you have a support system and make it easy and accessible so you won't be so lonely anymore. I recently joined this network group and they are incredible. And they are all these like-minded business people. We meet on Zoom for an hour once every two weeks. And I originally didn't know if it was going to be a group I wanted to join because I thought it was like that traditional like networking group of like, hi, I'm so-and-so. This is my business. This is what I do. How can I help you? How can you help me? Like that wasn't what I was looking for. And that's not what this group is. So know that there are different kinds of groups out there, but this group, they start off every meeting with like a word or something that something we all may be thinking about. So I think a few weeks ago, the word was inspired and we watch a little bit of a video and then we just chat. But what the most amazing thing about this group is for literally the last three or four weeks with this first video or this first conversation, I'm in tears. Like they hit me and connect me so quickly that I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then we all talk through it. And I don't even know what half of those people do for their business. We're not even chatting business. We are chatting life and, and moments, but it's like, because we know we all are busy entrepreneurs, like we only got an hour. We want to connect really quickly. That's what we do. Like within two minutes, we are connecting, chatting, and I walk away just so fulfilled and ready to take on my day and see what's next. And, oh, it's just so inspiring. So find your people 
find network groups, find something that works for you. Um, I also love creating mastermind groups with a handful of business owners and just saying like, how can I help you? Let's, let's work on something together. What's something you're working on and like really work it out together. Because sometimes as an entrepreneur, when it's just you, it's a little sad and it's a little lonely. So the next thing you need to think about if you want to be an entrepreneur is you need to be ready to experiment, adapt, and change. You may have like a vision or goal in mind of what you think your business should be or a product you should sell or a service you should provide. But if the numbers don't add up and people aren't buying and people aren't, you know, interested in what you're doing, you need to be ready to switch it, to try something else, to try something new, to, you know, keep things going. Trying something new and failing is not a failure. It's part of business. You need to be ready for it and it needs to happen. One of my favorite parts about COVID, and I can't believe I'm actually saying that, but one of my favorite parts about COVID was seeing how businesses were able to change and adapt and take on these new forms. Like It was so amazing to see what they came out with. I loved all the out of the box thinking. So it should be honestly a lesson on how businesses survive COVID. Maybe that's an episode I need to look into. But I'm thinking like how dance studios and workout studios, you know, started offering everything online. How my mom who teaches yoga actually really prefers teaching yoga online than in person because you are reaching these people that might have felt a little bit uncomfortable going in class. They can just turn off their camera. Um, the engagement is obviously very, very different, but you are offering things to people that may not have experienced it otherwise. So she is actually loving how that works online for her. I love how businesses created curbside pickup. Like now it seems like something that was so natural, but that actually didn't happen for till a few years ago. Uh, one of my other friends who owns a business, they own a Once Upon a Child, which is a kid's clothing store. So when things were closed down, they had this incredible uh, strategy where they had like Facebook lives and they would walk around the store and pretty much like do the shopping for the parents. And then the parents would say like, oh, I'm looking for boys size, whatever pants or shorts in these colors. And she'd be like, come with me. And she was like doing home shopping for these people. They didn't even have to leave their house. So the ways these businesses were able to get super creative, obviously it was during a horrible time, but that was how these businesses survived COVID. And they were just amazing. I love how product-based businesses were able to create like monthly memberships or things that they never thought possible with their businesses. Once you start adapting and creating and really exploring and experimenting, like you never know what could work for your business. Then the last thing you really want to consider if you want to be an entrepreneur is you want to be in it for the long haul. So <laughs> there is no get rich quick. Like being an entrepreneur is going to take you a long time to be successful. If you happen to be the very lucky, like, oh my God, my business like grew overnight. This is amazing. Incredible. That's amazing. But do not expect it. Expect it to be long haul. Expect it to be highs and lows and good days and bad and days that you're like, oh my God, I should quit. And days like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. You need to expect that. Be in it for the long haul. And that's why when, if you know why you're doing it and that is so strong, that's going to keep you moving forward. Man, last little mini tidbit that goes with that one. If you ever are considering no longer being an entrepreneur, do not quit on a bad day.
just don't. There's going to be bad days. So wait, take the time, let it digest, let it think it over, go through your pros and cons, do all the things you need to do to make a decision, but never ever quit on a bad day. We need you to be an entrepreneur. We need you to be amazing. Well, that is it, my friends. Those are my tips and tricks and ideas to think about when you are considering being an entrepreneur, which I do believe is like the most amazing job in the world. And it can change and it can grow and it can create. And I never thought I would be doing this, what I'm doing right now, but I love it so much. So you just don't know what the next thing could be. So keep open to it. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me again. And oh, oh, let's let's end with a question because that's what I do around here. All right. So my question for you is, so my question for you is if you were to start a business, what would it be? Or if you have started a business, what is it? Share it. I want to know. I want to share it with my people. Thank you again. And join me on the renaissancemama.com to get some more information and all of the most exciting things that we have happening. Bye friends.